Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. I'm not even going to say presented by anything. I'm just cool. going to say welcome back to the night. You all know it's the 90210 show. <laughs> you know who's doing this. You know what's going on. So, uh, my name is Mark, and with me as always, as you've heard, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. We've had a good week here. It is... Holy shit, what is it? It's, it's <laughs> January 16th? Um, no. No, let's see. Wait, I can do this. It's... The 17th, I think. No, it's like the 19th. Right? <laughs> we're recording early, so we're really not sure what day it is when you're listening to this. It's it's the 18th, January 18th. Okay. I got it. Woohoo. It is January 18th, 1996. Yeah, it is. And we did something a little different today. We watched an episode of 90210, and we're going to talk to you about it. <laughs> And we're going to talk to you about it storyline by storyline. Yeah, we're completely breaking the mold here. I will say, for any of you interested, any of you listening out there, uh, I don't know how many of you are aware of the internet and the things that are on the internet. I found this site the other day. I don't know. I've never seen anything quite like it. <laughs> But it's it's spelled P A T R E O N. I don't know how you'd how you'd pronounce that. But if you if you went there, it sounds like patron. Patreon. Hmm. If you went to patreon.com slash fee, you might find some cool stuff there. You might find some special things that you could be a part of. And I don't know, I've never I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but you know the the internet is awash with just crazy things and everything. I, I even heard a friend of mine said that there's like time portals and time warps and stuff <laughs> in there. And that you might be able to see things from the future. Like you could read a web page that's tomorrow's headlines and then wow. you, you could solve a murder or that's something. That's like, like that. magic. <laughs> the internet is magic Found in some ways. Magical internet. So if you went to patreon.com slash retro late fee, like I said, you might find some cool stuff there. So check it out. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe give us a little bit of donation there. You know, because, you know, making all these tapes costs a lot of money. That's right. It's a lot of money in tapes. Mm-hmm. We are single-handedly pr- pr- propping up the Memorex Corporation <laughs> by what we're doing here. So many tapes. We can't even walk anymore. So it's everywhere. <laughs> we can't walk. We're just constantly, we're carrying them around all the time. <laughs> I have every episode, every tape. No, I Just mean, in my pockets. I was actually meaning, you know, all around the room where we record, uh, but sure. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. seriously, we're going to run out of room for all these tapes. Like, right. I've been putting them in boxes in the garage and the attic. And I'm I just going to set them on fire. Oh, don't do that. That would smell bad. That's true. Anyway, so, uh, Carol, why don't you tell us about what happened today, Uh, specifically on 90210? Well, there was a lot of uh, stupid uh, male bullshit going on in this episode. (laughs) Yes, there was. So, we started out with Steve in detention. So, you want to tackle Steve's storyline first? That was my thought. 
All right. Good thought. Let's go. Steve in detention. And this guy named Joe, who acts like he's about in kindergarten. Joe Wardlock. Sounds like Warlock. I know. Yeah. I don't know where that came from exactly, but <laughs> that's from a completely different script. Right. He's like teasing him, uh, talking about his mom, which, mm-hmm. you know, you don't do to Steve. At first, I thought he was going to be like, hey, I caught a, a rerun of your mom's show. She's a good-looking woman, you know. I uh, <laughs> used her for some fuel, or oh something, god, you know I mean? something like that. That like, would be terrible. I thought that's where he was going, but instead, he's like, "She's a great actress," and then proceeds to just talk about a joke that Chucky played. Well, no, honey, he wasn't just. I mean, you understand why? Why what? Because he did the same thing to Steve. Yeah, I know. But what okay. I'm saying is, like, I don't know why he even mentioned the mom or, like, what a great yeah, actor she was. I don't know. Was. He was just setting himself up to tell his story. It seemed like he was going somewhere with that, but it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's good because eventually, you know, they wanted them to be friendly, and I don't think I that he would have come back from that. We ain't seeing this guy again. Yeah. No. This guy's going to end up on the pile. We never see any of these people again. <laughs> he... Is making an enemy. Enemy. He's making an enemy. He is making. <laughs> he says, "Steve, you look backed up. <laughs> let me let me construct an enemy real quick. Yeah, that is my one skill set. In the oh show. my goodness, no. Um, but okay, like he he puts a bunch of chickens in his car. Like he's not good at pranks. No, he really is. Like there was a dumb one. <laughs> he's like they haven't been in there long." And, and there was hey, eggs. Steve, I, I cut off all the ends of your chalk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Try making your hopscotch board now, mate. That is going to wash away. In the, <laughs> that's going to wash away in just the slightest bit of rain. Right, right. But no, and he left like a carton of eggs on top of his car with the chickens inside. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was I that I think that's for? more of a prank on the chickens. Like, I, I, <laughs> here's your kids. <laughs> I mean, I, it seems like he was setting up to retaliate, you know? I don't know. <laughs> like, if I were Steve, that's what I would have done. I would have grabbed the eggs and started throwing them, but whatever. He's putting those chickens in the car. He's like, look, it's not fair if I don't give him some ammunition, though. <laughs> so weird. He's a weird guy. Yeah, so he, he's, he lets the chickens out, and then he's like, here, I've got a rag to clean it up. And so Steve goes over to his car and looks at it, and it's like, you know, uh, got a nitrous tank in it. Yeah. And which- Steve goes, Steve's such an idiot. Steve's like, oh, that stuff will kill your brain cells or something like that. Like he's, like he's just, you know, huffing this nitrous from this can. Well, I mean, people that, do. Yeah, but they, it's clearly connected to pipes and stuff like that and i know this was a couple of years ago but people had to know even back then about nitrous oxide and engines and stuff i guess it's dangerous though you know is it i don't know anything about it other Too- than that you can put it in a balloon and then <laughs> inhale it and and then you get really dizzy yep <laughs> how do you know that oh no no way i've heard that before just huh? yeah heard it around it's very fun, right? I did. I didn't, you know, run into it in a rave in Detroit or anything. That didn't happen. You know, it's kind of like uh, when you take a whipped cream can or something like that, and you just push the the lid. You push the little spray thing, but you don't actually spray out any whipped cream. You just let that that gas come out, and you huff that. And how do you know about that? It's called whippets. Mm. 
call that whippets. Does that have nitrous in it, a whippet? I don't know exactly what kind of I gas it is. I don't think so. I don't know. Get you high, though. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so... But it's clear that it's connected to his car. Oh, it's yeah. dangerous. That's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah. If it, you inject too much nitrous oxide into an engine, it'll explode. Well, how do they hand... Like, does it... Is it manual or automatic? See, that's the thing is I don't know... I don't know exactly if he has the technology to automatically like inject just the right amount of nitrous. Usually it's it's an injection and then you get a quick boost mm-hmm. of energy. And usually there's like a little button you press, you know, to turn it on, but you don't want to hold it too long. You want just enough to okay. right Interesting. So, yeah, so his car is all, like, tricked out for racing. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to, like, be all friendly with Steve now, and so they're looking at each other's cars and shit, and he invites him to a race. Like I said, it's stupid guy stuff. It is stupid guy stuff. Well, I mean, girls don't do that shit. No, but there's girl stuff that happens in this episode, there, too. There's a we'll little bit of girl it. stuff, yeah. yeah. You don't have to sound so tired and bored. We'll get to your girl stuff. Tired and bored? Yeah. I'm not tired or bored. Oh. I'm I'm both happy and energetic. The wow. fact that it is 11.20 p.m. has nothing to do with how I sound at all. It's that late? Yeah. Oh, wow. This is how the sausage is made, folks. <laughs> it's late for us. Yeah. But only because it's, you know, a school night and stuff. Right. right. Yeah, we got to wake up for school. <laughs> anyway yep go ahead oh so he's at the race and chucky or not chucky not chucky <laughs> chucky's not back oh sorry remember that episode with chucky was back yeah that was terrible Ugh. no joe mm-hmm. hits him up for money to stake him in the race he's like ah my backer backed out i'm short i need a hundred to a hundred bucks and so he begrudgingly uh gets talked into it by brandon well yeah because brandon is Brandon's going to be a gambling addict or something? Right. Brandon's like, oh, hey, you're betting on this race? Yeah, let's. I do want it. in on this. Oh, was he this excited at the horse races? I think he was. Yeah, he's got he's got a they're they're, they're telegraphing a problem with gambling. Hmm. We'll see where that goes. Yeah. But yeah, so they they go ahead and stake him and they win. So you know, of course, it's like, oh, this is you know how we're going to make money now. Well, that's what that's what Brandon says. <laughs> Brandon's calling it his retirement plan. Yeah. Um, but when Dylan catches wind, mm-hmm. he's like, hold up now. Yeah. I know about this. Cause you know, he's he says, like the wise now, old soul. Me. What? He says straight up now, tell me. <laughs> but he's like wise and old cause he is old yeah. and he's already been there and done that and tells them exactly how this is going to go down and who the people are mm-hmm. and that they're going to get taken for money. He's like, I used to hang out with these people. He goes, he goes, let me guess, uh, y- he was making fun of you, and then you discovered a mutual love of cars, and then he invited you to a race, and then he asked you to stake him, and then you won. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, well, guess what? Now he's going to ask you to stake him again, only this time it's going to be a lot more money, right. and you're not going to win. So, yeah, and Steve listened, and he's like, yeah, okay, you're right. Brandon's like, no, 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 we got to do this. And Brandon's trying to get money from Steve. Yeah. Because Brandon can only afford like 200 bucks. Because, you know, he's a poor waiter who actually works for his money. And and this that is what happens. Joe comes up to him. He's like, yeah, 1500 bucks. Yeah. 
for this race. And Steve knows, Steve seems to know it's a scam, but then Brandon kind of talks him into it. And He totally knows it's a scam. He's just like, he wants Brandon to love him. Yeah, I think that's what it is, too. It's kind of sad. It is sad. A lot of sad Steve Sanders in this episode. There's a lot of sad Steve Sanders in all the episodes because Steve Sanders is just kind of sad. Yeah, but he did cut his mullet. Did you notice? No. That's why he looked a little better. Yeah, no mullet. Good for him. Last episode, he chopped it off. That that That's the right, the right decision. The right what? <laughs> Are you doing a taste test over there that I'm not aware of? I drink coffee <laughs> and everything. I don't know what is going on. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. So the race, the race, yes, the race is happening. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember though, because like <laughs> you look so confused. The a next... race is when two cars. <laughs> the race doesn't happen until like way later in the episode, though. Yeah, I know. We're we have to skip because we're doing the storyline. Yeah. Okay. Well, we need to talk about Andrea first. I don't want to talk about Andrea, but we have to. All right. <laughs> Andrea is talking about how the silver car is back, people. She did mention that she mentions that she's going to hypnotherapy. Yes. And Brandon's like, oh, you, you turn a new age on us. Yeah, they're all making fun of her dicks. Yeah, it's like they're trying to. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about it, but I guess there are some clinical reasons for a relaxed state or whatever it's not hypnosis like you would think of it it's not you know the watch going back and forth and it's like well it can be you are a a mule now that would not happen hypnosis is like it you wouldn't do something that you don't want to do it's suggestibility basically right it's like opening up your mind Mm, i mean you're still aware like i got hypnotized before to mm -hmm. quit smoking yeah I was aware the whole time, mm-hmm. and that it, she wasn't going to make me do anything I didn't want to do. Right. But somehow, listening to her did take away my desire to smoke. Interesting. So, I don't know. That is weird. Yeah. I mean, I quit for, like, two months with, like, no cravings or anything. Wow. Until I stopped listening to the tape every night. She said I had to listen to the tape every night, and I didn't. Every and night I for the rest of your smoke. life? Yeah, I guess. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but I know other people who got hypnotized who didn't have a tape to listen to, and it still worked, so. Mm. Mm. Who knows? But Andrea's been seeing somebody trying to recover memories, which, yes. you know, is a thing that people do. Apparently. And she said that she saw some stars. because stars. Well, star. <laughs> she was justifying going to the hypnotist in the first place because apparently she's, like, having some PTSD. She wakes up. And cold sweats every other night. And she makes a big deal out of it. Yeah. Come on. Well, not, come even, on. not even on crutches anymore, Andrea. She got hit by a car. Yeah. It's a big deal. I guess. You guess. Why I'll you hit you a, with a car and Why are you walking you like across it. the street in, in Los Angeles? That's what I want to know. <laughs> How she dare you? She's driving a car like everyone else. Right. Because yeah. she's poor and she takes the bus, you dick. I know. That's right. The only poor Jewish person in all of Los Angeles County. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. I caught you off guard. You were like, 
Well, I was cut, trying cut to that, think. Cut that or the show? You were trying to think of another Jewish person? Like, no. What about Tessie? What about Tessie Beetlebaum? <laughs> you was... know that she makes well below the medium income. Well, you know I have no idea about Los Angeles County. A lot of rich people live there. Or Jewish people, really. So I the wasn't sure. Most of them are. Whether... Success- the stereotype is most of them are successful in the entertainment industry or the banking industry. Okay. And since the entertainment industry is situated in, in Los Angeles County, there are many wealthy Jewish people that live in Los Angeles County. Gotcha. That is the origin of the joke. And I don't want letters. It's a joke. <laughs> I don't hate Jewish people. Anyways, she remembers that there are stars hanging from the mirror in the silver car. Yeah, that's right. What so, kind of what kind of guy is hanging stars from his rearview mirror? Apparently, a thirty-year-old dude who has spent time in prison. So old, thirty. Like, yeah. Why are you racing uh, high school kids? Why are you hanging out with high school kids? Right. And he's got that jacket. What was up with that jacket? He looks like know. a pimp. Apparently, he's a drug dealer too. They said. Yeah, Steve had the funniest line in the episode. And he was like, hey, when I'm as old as you are, I hope, I, I, I hope I'm still obsessed with the 50s. <laughs> right. And Dylan's, somewhere Dylan's feelings got hurt. <laughs> he didn't know why. <laughs> um, he just got this cold chill. Right. I feel disturbance. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... But yeah, I like I, I want to know though, like what guy is ha- hanging stars? Yeah, dice I've heard of, I guess, but why stars? I, I, what does that signify weird. for this dude? It's very weird. The dude's weird. Yeah, he's a weird guy. So I mean, he shows up all late and makes this dramatic entrance and everything, and Brandon sees the stars and he's like, "Oh my gosh, this is the dude." Mm-hmm. So he tries to tell Steve, and Brandon. Is like, you know, whatever, we can't do anything, you know. And Steve says, go get the cops. St- yeah, Steve's dick. like, go, go, go get the cops. And he's like, but Andrea would need to, you know, identify him. All then I can go say- get her. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically what Steve says. He's like, I'll just figure something out. I'll but, stall them. But money. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> but money. Says. <laughs> Steve's uh, like, come on, go. So, yeah, he he's like, hey, I want to inspect this car. And he inspects it, and then he's like, uh, I want to drive now. And yeah. Yeah, he inspected the car, like, three times. Like, mm-hmm. they were already getting pissed. And he knew, because he's like, he's like, you're throwing this thing and everything. And then he says to, to the guy finally says, okay, you can drive. Mm. And then he says, okay, I'm going to, this is how I'm going to start the race. I'm going to point you and, like, all this stuff and everything. So he's still trying to throw the race, this mm-hmm. Joe dude. And Steve gets out of the car and he's like, yeah, you get your girlfriend here calling the, calling the race. <laughs> I know what you're doing. And the guys, they, they get into this big macho fight where basically, what's his name? I can't remember the, the 30-year-old drug dealer. Priscilla. P- P- <laughs> In what universe do you think you were right? Well, okay. That his name was Priscilla. Not Priscilla, Priscilla. Priscilla. <laughs> because is he a Bond girl? Padilla? Is it Padilla? It's Padilla. But is he a mm-hmm. Bond girl? 
I don't know. Well, hello. He was in prison, maybe? He is a Bond girl. Well, hello, Pussilla. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway. Somebody's so, Bond girl. Yeah, he was. Yeah, exactly. Pussilla was his, uh, <laughs> was his prison name. That's his nickname, right? Shit. Anyway. <laughs> He's got a deep wallet. Um... The former former prisoners will get that. Oh, jeez. Uh, anyway, so he um, finally he's like, oh, they, he makes fun of his Steve's mom. Right. And Steve's like, fuck you. And then basically they say, let's play chicken. So Steve's like, he goes to get his car to play chicken. Yeah, because he's not going to do it in Joe's car. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, who cares? Like, seriously, so you're willing to kill yourself, but not Joe's car. It's too Me- nice. Meantime, Donna convinces Dylan that he's got to go and stop them. Donna. Donna. Donna convinces Dylan. Yeah, I'm so not going right. to right. 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 get into the conversation because that's the other storyline. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but they have a conversation and Donna says, hey, you need to go down there and stop them. Right. So he goes down there. He gets there just in the nick of time. And he throws his car between their cars. He's the ultimate badass. Right. It's, 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 the, it's the biggest like power move in chicken. You didn't even know I was playing. <laughs> Here I am right in the middle of both of you. And they both stop. Yeah. So then the cops get there. Uh, Andrea fingers the guy. I mean, IDs the guy. <laughs> okay, Grandpa. It's not the it's not the prison wallet uh, situation. No. But she IDs the guy and uh, he gets uh, arrested and goes to jail. So finally, the silver car paid off. Yeah. Yeah, after all these weeks, and last week we, we gave up on the silver car. I am similarly close to giving up on that secretary that Jim wants to fuck. Oh, I gave up. She's not coming back. Because she, she has not been back. No. You don't think that towards the end of the season that might be a situation where it's like he almost cheats or something? Well, kind of like Kind of like Cindy did. The I writers mean, are like, ah, we need to even them up. Maybe. <laughs> He does deserve a little play, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, so, yeah, that's the end of that storyline. There's, what, is there two more, I guess? Yeah, two more. Okay. So, I guess the next one we can talk about is uh, David and Donna. Yeah, that one's pretty short. Yeah. David is trying to... David's being a dick. (laughs) And Donna's trying to be helpful. There there you go. We talked about it. There you go, yeah. No, he's trying to graduate early. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he decides to ask her to help by taking over the radio so he has more time to study. Yeah, because apparently for some reason, this school hallway needs a DJ. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't get this. And I don't, when does he do this? I mean, what's going on? People are going from class to class. Does he only do this like before school, after school, and for like his study hour? Is that when he's doing it? Is he doing it... In lieu of prepping, like, is he late to every class? Maybe. Because he's doing this, and but it's just accepted that he's late to every yeah. class because that's what he's doing. Why does this position even exist? I don't think it's every every time they switch classes. I mean, there's no way to know. Yeah. But it seems like it's probably just in the morning and at the end of the day and maybe lunchtime. Okay. All right. But, yeah, But whatever. he doesn't have time to study because he has to get there early. Stay late and yeah. eat his lunch in the studio. That's kind of a sad existence. But he likes to do it because it's what he wants. He wants to be one of those drive time morning guys. Right. right. Hey. <laughs> do you 
Do you think he will? No. He eventually they want to get him a music career. That's what, that's what's going on. Yeah, they're, well, pu- they're pushing his his singing and stuff. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, unfortunately, you don't know this yet, David, <laughs> from this era. But the the change of the music scene from I think ninety two when this came out to just a scant four years later, ninety six, the change in the music scene is pretty big, right? Because we're he's doing like you know his kind of like white hip hoppy type stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then grunge happens. It's still it right now. It's still kind of a thing, but it's. It's ebbing like there a lot of stuff's changing too, like in, in the music industry now. Like I, I feel like grunge is kind of dying down a little bit and we're getting different kind of music too. Hmm. Like the offspring and stuff like that I wouldn't consider grunge. And Weezer's definitely not grunge. Yeah, I guess there's a lot going on and Yeah. Yeah, he he isn't good for any of it. No, that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that's what I'm saying is that where he's at in 92 just 4 years ago. That was kind of I mean not cuz he's not that good. But right. but that was kind of what music was like, right? Mm. But it's not now. So there's no way they might try to continue that storyline on the show, but that's not going to f- reflect actual reality. Right. So he, like you said, is addicted to Donna yep. and tries to micromanage her. And um, He's not getting any studying done because he's just standing over her shoulder and he's like, oh, don't do that. Do the routine that we that we rehearsed and everything. Yeah. Don't be yourself. So Why and, would you express your own personality on the show? <laughs> but she does. She does express her own personality and, and she talks about all kinds of girly things and the girls mm-hmm. enjoy it. You know? That's right. Shopping and she's talking about why is there BVD for him and why is there Calvin or for, for her and why is there Calvin Klein for her and all this stuff for her. She's like, I don't see any maiden form for him. Yeah, and I agree. It's kind of weird. It is weird. Girls don't need to wear guy underwear. Wear girl underwear, right? Girl, like maiden form can make comfortable underwear for girls. <laughs> if the issue is like, oh, the all the like Victoria's Secret and all the Fredericks of Hollywood, they make. These brands that are uncomfortable, but they look sexy. They can also just make comfortable underwear. Yeah, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money for comfortable underwear. They want to pay. Oh yeah, because Calvin Klein's not charging much. <laughs> That's true. <sighs> so what they end up hap- what they what ends up happening? What? <laughs> I swear I'm not drunk. Don't adjust your radio. <laughs> that wasn't uh, a loop, or the tape didn't skip. You can put away your pencil. You don't need to uh, wind it back in. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <clears throat> as I was saying. <laughs> it was very easy for you to say. Fuck off. Oh, my God. I don't know what I was saying. You're talking about Donna and David. Oh, they turned into us. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Donna couldn't say anything. Oh. And David was micromanaging her. No, they're gonna they're gonna be a radio personality together. There you go. Yeah, the Donna is the David and Donna show, or whatever the fuck it's called. So the Donna Reed show. But what I don't understand, which you know might partially be your fault for distracting me, um, is why he's doing this. Like, 
Is he giving up on studying? Ooh. Like, why is First he back? All, how was I distracting you? Second, you know what you did. Second of all, what, what, what do you mean? Like, it, I, oh, I, I think, yeah, he should have just been like, you're right. It's weird. He should have just been like, no, you can continue to do the show while I take another couple weeks to study. But instead, they're just doing it together. Yeah, so that, it's not going to help him in it any way. Help him, no, not at all. And now they're just going to be stuck in a booth together all day, so they'll probably get sick of each other. That's right. I mean, it wouldn't take much to get sick of David. <laughs> so, yeah, it's weird. Um, Donna is quickly becoming my favorite member of the cast, though. Really? Yeah. Because she's the only one that doesn't seem to be, like, uh, selfish or evil in some way. Yeah, she does seem like a good person. Selfish or evil in some way. Yeah, I mean, most of them have, most of them are like mean backstabbing assholes to each other. Uh, Brandon's not a mean backstabbing asshole. No, but he he's dumb. He makes a lot of dumb decisions. He does make a lot of dumb decisions. And final storyline. Yes. Brenda and Kelly mm-hmm. are pining over Dylan. Yeah, they're the whole time they're like. And they're questioning it. Maybe we gave him too much power right. by deciding which one of us he's going to you know, put his penis in. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, you did. And Cindy decides, hey, I'm going to set you guys up on a double date with guys from Princeton. You know what else didn't happen this episode, though? Hmm. Steve didn't uh, go to the race and he wasn't like, uh, guess what? I don't give a fuck about how much money you guys want to bet on this race. Guess what I saw last week? A truck that phased <laughs> through a fucking bus. Right. They're still not talking about this. <laughs> it's because he didn't see it. It's ridiculous. How? Because it didn't happen. It did happen. It was like, it, but it it didn't. What like did the, that higher power The angels do? made it so it just didn't happen. What was the higher power? Whatever. Angels didn't do shit. Whatever. Well, she became one of them. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah. Um. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, they, uh, Cindy sets them up with Princeton guys. And they're so excited to go on their double date with these college dudes. Mm-hmm. And they get all oh, yeah. prettied up. Yeah, dresses on. gorgeous. Yeah, it looks great. Come downstairs. Or what? Like, how are these guys old enough to drive? They're like fourteen. Yeah, I recognize one of them too. The the creepy redheaded one <laughs> from where? I believe that that actor's name is uh, Sethaford Green. Sethaford? No, it's just Seth Green. You are so weird. I know, but he uh, he was in a movie called Airborne. Okay, which was a terrible movie about. Uh, rollerblading or whatever. Oh, God. Yeah. I can picture him being in some goofy, stupid sports movie, too. He was this dude's cousin. Hmm. But yeah, that's the only thing I've seen him in. <clears throat> he was in that. So it's Princeton School, and, and their slogan is turning boys to men. Yeah. Like the band. And their, their I was going to say, and their school song is, I swear. Right? <laughs> So the girls are like, we thought you were college guys. And the the kids say, oh, well, we don't have to go out if you don't want to. They're and they like, okay, and they start to turn around. And then the, Cindy is like, you're definitely going out. That was funny. That was funny. Oh. You know, I'm sorry. I don't think they should have had to go. 
Like I said, it, yeah, I, I agree. I don't think they should have to go either. That's very much false pretenses. Yes. And, but, like, uh, Jim didn't seem to mind. Jim had the smile of a of a father that knows his girl, his uh, daughter's not having sex that night. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, go out with these geeks. And they took them to the fucking arcade. To the arcade. Yeah, they took them to the fucking arcade. <laughs> and the girls were like, isn't this a little forward? <laughs> All the dirty games. Yeah, there's uh, uh, guys are bending girls over on the skee ball machine. They've got that one from Cedar Point, that like fester machine. That's that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> it's like a giant vibrating dildo. But it's called Fister instead of Fester. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um, no, no. It's like it's like Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, that's where they go. And um, they go to major magics. Yeah, and they just ignore these girls. Yeah, they're playing. What are they? They're playing a uh, an X Men game. Yeah, I playing guess. one of the. Uh, <laughs> I can't do any more than that. We'll get sued. And then, like, they beat the game, but well, they, they to, didn't beat the game. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're like, "Oh, we're level ten. It's the highest level ever." And then they're like, "Level 11. and they they high five each other. And the girls are like, I thought level 10 was the highest level. And he's like, we've been where no man has gone before. People have beaten this fucking game. Right. They have to be aware of that. The people have beaten the X-Men game in <laughs> in the arcade. And I don't know how many levels there are, but the, the, the highest level you got to is not how many levels the game right. is in the game. So, I mean, the girls are bored and they want to go and they try to tell them that they're sick, but Mm -hmm. they're not paying enough attention to even register that they're trying to leave. So they're pretty much stuck there because for some reason these 12-year-olds drove. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, I don't get it. They look so young. Right. So the girls, though, end up kind of having fun together. They end up playing some games and having fun together at the fucking arcade. (laughs) Right. Hey, I'd pay to see that. Right. Um, but they're, they they uh, take pictures in the photo booth. Yeah. And at the end of the episode. Well, first. Okay. They go back and they're like, hey, you got, you know, they like she, they introduce them to, to everybody. They take, oh, yeah. They, they take, take them these, to the peach pit. These infants to the peach pit. They introduce <laughs> them to everybody. Yeah. They're like, Nat, Nat get a sarsaparilla for our uh, young little cowboys here. <laughs> And um, they they put their little pictures from the photo booth in Dylan's locker. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Why don't they want to keep it? That's what I want to know. But they, yeah, because they, their whole lives are for Dylan. Apparently, yes. It's what really a, annoying. What a feminist message for the show, right? They're incomplete without him. Yeah, at one point those little boys asked why they didn't have a, have boyfriends, and they just look at each other and like because because of Dylan, you yeah, know. That's all they're good for. Yeah. It's all him. Yeah. And, and what's funny about that, too, speaking of infants, for some reason they decided, I think they decided to cast an actual, like, 13 or 14-year-old girl to, oh, yeah. to, be, <laughs> to be one of the, the extras at, at the school. And an actual high school-aged girl <laughs> right next to Dylan right. at his locker, it looked like a fetus. <laughs> Just grabbing some books. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Oh my god! It was it was such a jarring. It's like uh, Dylan, your granddaughter's <laughs> in the locker next to you. Right? 
I just, it was so weird. Oh goodness! So then he walks towards the the two the two women, and then we fade to black. So we don't know. We won't know till next episode at the earliest. If he's even making any kind of choice or anything, I can't imagine. Because if he does, let's say he says, "I choose Kelly." Uh huh. How could they? How could they keep a friendship? Any like any of those three? So I don't think he can choose. In order for the dynamic to 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 be what it was when we were watching the show live, mm-hmm. I don't think he can choose. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Well, that is our episode for the week. Uh, Carol, tell people what the people can people. So uh, check out our website, retrolatefee.com. It's always a good place to be. And um, go to... um, Oh, Oh. my God. (laughs) I'm so tired. Maybe this is not the best idea in the world. (laughs) No, okay. Our website... Which you already said. <laughs> Retrolatefee.com. And tell or your you friends can, yeah, and tell. write to us right. at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. Why don't you check out that, uh, that uh, Patreon.com uh, check out that slash Retrolatefee. With the other fun stuff. That's right. All right. We, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.